0: Hi, everyone. It's Olga from SEO Sly. Welcome to SEO Podcast by SEO Sly. Today, I have a very special guest, Arno. Arno, how are you doing?
1: Hi, Olga. Yeah, nice to meet you. Hi, everyone. Thanks for, for having me on your podcast. I'm doing great. Thank you.
0: That's great. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 we had to ra- like reschedule this podcast a few times and I'm so happy that finally we are able to meet and because I know this is going to be a very interesting interview. So Arnold, if people don't know you, can you briefly introduce yourself? Like, what do you do? Like, what do you do in the world of SEO?
1: <laughs> sure. So uh, I am currently an SEO manager for Vistaprint. I am based in uh, Boston and um, I'm mainly working on the analytical part and technical part of SEO. So basically, uh-huh. uh, the SEO team at, at uh, Vistaprint is segmented into two big sub-teams, like one is more like content and connections, you know, with uh-huh. PR and uh, backlinks, and the other part of the team is more like uh, technical and analytic analytics, like how to measure the performance, define, define KPIs, et cetera, and this is more the, the aspect of the work, and I am uh, managing/slash okay. leading.
0: Okay. Okay. So this is an in-house SEO kind of role.
1: Yes. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Okay. Okay. So we'll. I will definitely dive deeper into into that topic because yeah, this is this is always so interesting to compare in-house to agency, and yeah. Okay so can you take me like back like when did you start how many years are you in SEO what was your first like job first project how it all started for you
1: So uh yeah it has been a while now so <laughs> when i was uh, doing my master degree so this is back to 2004 to 2006 i was studying my master degree in paris it was a, i was studying like uh, project management uh-huh. uh, so how to create a website from the beginning to the end, how to manage a team. And uh, during uh, my learning, I just noticed like, the SEO aspect was something a bit uh, neglecting. And finally, after doing some project, I realized that, okay, you can have the most beautiful website of the world, but if nobody can find it, it's totally yeah. useless. And this is where I uh, I realized that you know being visible is important. And early 2000s, it was difficult to find like uh, SEO training or, or yeah. even SEO agencies. You have a bit, you had a bit, but it was not super, super developed. And I decided to, to yeah, to to follow that path and try to learn more and more because you, if you if you have a great website, you really want to, people to find it. And this is where basically I I started to to dig into SEO. So um, during my master degree, I started to to do like. A, an internship for a French SU agency that doesn't exist anymore today. Uh-huh. But, um, and after this, uh, I was working for the Figaro Classified Group. So, you know, it's a French newspaper, uh-huh. and uh, they had like a lot of um, uh classified ads websites. So, I was SU in house over there, and I had the chance for these two companies to have great mentors really, really great SEO hunters, and um, I learned a lot, and from there, then I decided to, to continue. So, after this, I decided to move uh Canada. So, uh-huh. I did kind of a small reset on, on my life in 2010. I moved to Canada, and in Canada, I continued doing SEO. I also did some paid search a bit uh, for a few years. Then after that, I went back to, to SEO because I did prefer SEO in general. So, I was more like Specialized and uh, you know, like progressing with on, basically on the SEO path.
0: Uh-huh. Okay, so you prefer SEO to PPC, so you must be a patient person. You you must have a lot of patience and, <laughs> right?
1: Yeah, yeah. So I'm patient for 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 some stuff, a bit less for some others. But you're right. I prefer SEO to PPC because I think it's there's more mystery. It's it's evolving a lot, and uh, as you mentioned, I also prefer. SEO in-house, than agency because I like to evolve with the products. I like uh-huh. to take the time to understand how the company is working, what they are trying to achieve, and because you know SEO takes time. Like sometimes, like of course, there are some stuff stuff that you can do that you will see the research relatively quickly, but SEO is like it's like a marathon basically. So you need yeah, to, yeah, you need exactly. to be patient. Take your time.
0: Exactly, exactly. So so you have like, if I count correctly, around twenty something years of experience
1: uh yeah a bit less assuming how we
0: how we count this but yeah around like yeah close to 20 so yeah 2005
1: 2006 yeah
0: yeah yeah so almost twice as long as i have been doing that so i i think i will be learning a lot from you here (laughs) okay okay so can you tell me yeah. like uh, for people who are, for example, just starting out, uh, what's the difference between an in-house SEO and agency SEO and what are the advantages of this over that? What are your thoughts on that? I've been on both sides as well. So
1: um, tell so me I think, your... Yeah. So my my opinion, and of course, this is my opinion and you yeah, sure, really sure, have sure. the right and people who are listening have the right not to, to agree with of it. Of course. Um, but so uh, we can start with agency uh, agency i think it's a great place to learn because you are going to meet a lot of different kind of people uh, you are going to work for different kind of websites and this is where you can learn and really you are going to to train yourself and quickly like enter in, uh yeah into like kind of routine when it's going to be learn, apply, evaluate, learn, apply, evaluate. So I think it's very good to, to learn to, not only the basis, but the fundamentals, learn how to work with other um, web ex- web experts. And uh, clearly, because it's a, the velocity of work in agency are generally high, uh, you're going to work a lot, learn a lot, and more, most important, um, work for different kind of uh, yeah. clients, which is, I think, very, very good. What I dislike while I work in agency is that um, generally you jump from a project to another one and sometimes I mean, not sometimes actually, all the times you are limited by the budget, by the time, and maybe you are going to work for a client and you may have some great ideas about, okay, we did that, but now we should do this to see like if, if we are going to have really a, a big impact of what we are doing. Oh, yeah, but the client doesn't have budget, so we have to stop there. uh yeah. And sometimes, and I'm not saying it's always the case, but SEO is not super well perceived in uh, some companies. So sometimes, it's like they are selling the, the whole package and they are adding SEO at the top, like a few yeah. hours, you know, of SEO. And it's like, no, it's not a few hours. SEO is like, should define how you are going to to build your website, how you're going to show yeah. your content to be sure you want to be found. So it's, I dislike the fact that you are limited by a budget, limited by time, and sometimes you would like to do more, but you can't. And also by jumping from a project to another one, you are really working fast, and uh, it's generally a lot of pressure. Um, and that that might be frustrating. But again, yeah. that's my yeah, of
0: course, of course, of course, but I have a like similar experience. I have been on the agency side for many years, and was usually the the problem that at some point i had like i don't i don't remember 50 60 clients to take care (laughs) of and and it was like even though i wanted i had ideas it was impossible for me to take good care of all of them now that i am now that i am a freelancer i have way less clients and this is like now possible for me to to really spend good amount of time on each so that's that's that that's for sure but as you say, as you say when it comes to like, like the variety the number of different projects problems you you are going to see this is definitely definitely a great a great experience in your SEO career path and uh, tell me now about in-house like what exactly is it that you do you do an in-house SEO but if you can walk me through uh, like in more detail like what tasks you do like what are your responsibilities I'm super curious.
1: So basically, in house, uh, you're you're already part of the company. That's another benefit uh-huh. versus like agency, when a client is going to see you more as an expense from the start. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, in house, of course, you have your salary, so you are still an expense, but you are part of the company. You are really dedicated 100% to this company, which means uh, somehow uh, you want to. Really understand how this is working. Generally, you may be interested into what they are selling. I think it's uh, it's important to, to to respect a bit like the purpose of the company itself. Uh-huh. And uh, you may be surrounded by a lot of people where you will have more chance to develop great relationship. And uh, you are the expert, so basically, you will be able to take the time to analyze to analyze what you how you are going to to help everyone. Why, where you should start, and take the time that it it takes that it needs to to do that. And you are going to evolve with the product, evolve with the company itself, and hopefully you will be able to to measure the impact of the work you are doing
2: uh-huh.
1: on the long term. And I think that's that's a great reward uh, when you have been working so long um, and uh, you are really dedicated, and you see that. Okay, well, we were able to accomplish this and that, and I can see now from an SEO perspective, uh, this was the impact, we were able to achieve this, and this has an impact on the traffic, etc., cetera, etc., cetera. And, and it's cool. And what I like in the top of this is that because you are in-house, you will have to constantly renew your inspiration, find new ideas. Yeah. You cannot just limit like okay I will do a technical audit, uh, yeah, uh, release the, the release the, the update, do some content research and that's it. No, no, it's like you, you will start with the most obvious, yeah. and after you need to find ideas, you need to find new ideas, you need to find how can I make can I make my um, website different and better than the competitors from an organic search perspective, and that's what yeah. you constantly try to do.
0: Yeah, yeah, I, I, I had like some experience also like working in-house and my kind of um, something that I haven't, I didn't expect was that uh, my relationship with developers and how they like, how quickly they implement the changes I I, I, I want them to implement. And this at some point, because I was very inexperienced back then, this was like the biggest uh, obstacle in my in my in my work. How do I communicate with them? How do I understand them? So this was this was this wasn't like I would say the the easiest experience in my life. So how how do you how do you like uh, stand here? Like what are your do you have a team of developers who you probably do, and how how does this look like for you?
1: So. Uh... I think that's, that's great you are saying this because I was going to, to say something else that's connected to this. Just uh-huh. to answer quickly to this question, right now, uh, at this point, we don't have a dedicated team of developers.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: It's
1: like really the OCO team, SEO team and we are working with developers who are the developers of the company. But yeah, the fact that you say, yeah, I, I was working with developer, it was hard to, to you know, to, to uh, transfer the message or the requirement, uh, I think it's a good link with what I wanted to say about being in house, because uh-huh. of course it's not only positive. It's like there is one drawback that you may encounter, and that I see, that I saw a lot uh-huh. in the past, is that sometimes you may feel alone. Yeah. <laughs> Especially if you are like one specialist in the company. This did happen to me in the past. Uh, I'm r- right now at VistaPrint. It's not the case. That's why I'm, I like working here. It has been like a few years now, and we are a team, uh-huh. I'm not a team of two, three people. Where we are more than ten people. It's like not too big, but not too small. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: But sometimes you arrive in a company, you are alone, you have to start everything from scratch. So it might be super uh, challenging, super inspiring. You will have a lot to do, but you are alone. So you need to be, um, you need to find the will to say, okay, I'm going to, to move all of this. I'm going to start knowing everybody, understand the need, understand how they perceive SEO. Because sometimes you arrive in a place when like, I don't know if previous SEO person did a disaster or SU was not very well perceived because they were uh-huh. they were like pushing for requirements without showing any impact. And when you were mentioning developers, I think the developers clearly they are they are one of our best friends, and it's important to understand them. Uh, yeah, and, yeah. Uh, I, I have some friends of mine that are who are developers, who are programmers, and it's not the same way of, of uh Working, and on my previous company, I had the chance to to be product owner for like six, seven months at some point uh, because uh-huh. uh, they, they needed someone actually immediately, and uh, I sat with like a team of uh, six developers and one scrum master, and uh, it went well in a way where I really wanted to try how they were thinking, how they were working every day, what are the kind of things that they really hate on the on the on the day-to-day work and what they expect me uh to tell them. And developers what they want to do is to uh basically yeah achieve the goals they are going to achieve so build an application, build a website, build a service. They want to build that, release it, make sure it works and go to the next one. And it's important like to go to the essential with them. So uh, that's why like developers I will never ask them to. Uh, you, you need to you need to learn as you. You need to understand. No, it's like, okay, uh, team. Uh, I know you. <laughs> you want to to keep your efficiency. So, this is what you need to know from an SEO perspective and how I can help you to maybe develop what you are doing uh-huh. in order to prevent any back and forth uh, with me or with you know, the team because ah, oh, this is not correct from an SEO perspective. So it's basically like really. Uh, I mean, basically I was sitting with them almost every day and I was Mm -hmm. doing like regular follow-up on, uh, okay, this is good or like, uh, please keep in mind that Google needs to see what you are doing. Like, I want to be sure Google can crawl this. Okay, uh, how can we be sure that Google can crawl that? And here's the documentation. Here's what you can do to test or you can just ask me. So it's really like, be sure that whatever they are going to do, they have all the information they need on their hand And they're not going to uh, do something, finish, and then realize with you that, oh no, they have to go back and rework on this again because they hate doing that. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. I totally understand. So, basically what I was doing is is sensitize the team, provide some training, you know, about what they need to know, uh, answering questions, and be super transparent, like, because they are very technical. So, of course, from a pure technical perspective, sometimes they they know much more than me. So, it was like, okay, uh, this is what we need to, to keep in mind when we develop uh, about JavaScript, about rendering, et cetera. So I was trying to give them all the keys they need. And sometimes, of course, someone will have, oh, but about this specific case, what should I do? And sometimes you're like, you know what? <laughs> That's a good question. Let me check and I will come back to you like later today or tomorrow. Uh-huh. So yeah, yeah. it's just that, uh, yeah, basically it's just... Uh, being with them and uh, be sure that they have all the need to to develop uh, whatever they are developing. Uh, uh, yeah. co- co- correctly. So.
2: Yeah. Sure. And
1: because a technical team that's not well informed, you know, about SEO, um, it's uh-huh. not it's not good. Because then, like I said, they are going to do something. Then after there will be a lot of back and forth. It's a waste of energy. It's a waste of money. It's a waste of their time. And. Uh, that's yeah. it. So as long as you do a good internal training with them, it takes the time to do that before everything starts. It's it's great. Uh yeah. It's great. And generally it leads to like to success. That's why I like to do like you know some some and learn. learn. Uh, I mean now most of people are working remotely, but that's what I was yeah. doing uh, before. And uh and just they work remotely. Them. Uh I do a mix.
0: Uh-huh. I mean okay.
1: Print still has an office. Two offices actually in Boston. Uh, you can you can work one hundred percent remote, but I like to go uh, the office like twice a week just to
2: uh-huh.
1: for a change of landscape and uh, yeah. I have a child at home, so obviously when I can escape oh. a bit, <laughs> yeah, house, yeah. The I house to focus, you know. I'm, I'm happy to do that too.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Working home uh, from home is okay for people who don't have children. I think, yeah.
1: Yeah, when you have children, it changes a lot. I think it's still a luxury to work from home, but. Uh, I like to come. I like to come Uh to the office like once or twice a week, uh, just to be able to focus more and uh, yeah, and for a change of scenery.
0: Yeah, yeah, sure. And I can like totally relate to this being uh, alone because, like, in my experience, I also was like the only SEO, basically the only marketing person uh, when I was an in-house SEO, and then I wasn't like very experienced and I really didn't have anyone to ask. Like you can do it at the agency, you can always ask a senior SEO about things. And all I had was like Google forums to, to help me with, with questions. So I can, I can definitely relate to that. And what I also can share from my experience is that um, in my case, I needed like six or even more months to even get to know the product, the company really well something which I think I should have like a month only, only doing that, nothing else, no strategy, because like this was, this was like, so only after a few months, I started to understand some things, which maybe even I I started creating the strategy, even like, because it was expected of me, like almost at the start, but only after some time, I think I was like capable of doing it the correct way. Do you also have like the similar experience
1: um, yeah, my uh, my current position yeah. because VistaPrint is is quite a big company. Uh-huh. Uh, it took me some time to understand how it's working. I remember mm-hmm. uh, sometimes, like I, when we were still working, all of the, all of us in the office, I was like uh, working and sometimes like I bumped into one of the VP, and I remember she told uh. me. Really, don't worry, Arno. It's going to take you eight months to understand how it's working. Oh, saying, okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and it took me between six and eight months. So, of course, within these six months, I was still doing SEO, but because it's like so many different teams with so many different goals, you yeah. need to learn what they are doing, you need to understand how you can help them, why you are here for. Yeah.
3: And then after,
1: you can start start assembling the different pieces of the puzzle, and then you can say, okay, so I would like to build this, so I will have to work with these people in in order to to try to achieve this. And the good news is we have a common goal, so I need to work with them on this. Can I? Uh So you try to do that. And of course, after you validate with your team, your boss, okay, what's the priority, then we brainstorm, and okay, let's start with this.
0: Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay, so can you... Yeah. Can you walk me like through some of the tasks you, you do on a daily basis? Like, is it like, I don't know, keyword research, you will start with Google Analytics, whatever. Like, can you share some insights?
1: Uh, sure. So basically um, what what we, so the way we are working here, it's like we are more a central team. Mm-hmm. So the SEO team is central, so we work with a different kind of,
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh country teams because Vistaprint uh does exist on different countries. Okay. Uh so we work with country teams, we work with product teams, and each of us is like more or less a point of contact uh with these different teams. So the way we are working, we are obviously like uh me. Uh every day uh what I do is like <laughs> I did review if I received some requests from other teams. Sometimes people have questions, hey, mm-hmm. I'm looking for this, or could you help me for that? Uh, I'm also like uh, monitoring a bit like how the work is doing with my team. Do they, did they meet any blocker? So I have someone on my team who is more like focused on the analytical part, so building data products. Mm-hmm. Uh, did she meet? Uh, did she meet any rock or blocker on the way she's working? Uh, then I have some somebody else who is more like focused on the technical aspects. So we are doing some. Uh, Technical improvement, or we are testing stuff because, of course, testing for me is, uh, is uh, the uh-huh. gold key, the gold keyword here. I mean, here or any, anywhere else, it's like whatever you want to do, you consider this as a test. Oh, uh-huh. I found a new kind of uh, structure data that I want to apply to this product page. I want to test them, and let's see, is it going to impact the performance? Yes or no, and. When I mean performance because we were mentioning about we were mentioning Google Analytics, I like to focus on uh things that I know I can optimize right away uh-huh. uh and that's why like we spend i spend a lot of time with uh Google search console data
0: oh yeah i are, also like the g s c very much so
1: yeah it's uh despite like some sampling stuff like this i think it's it's a beautiful source of data which is neglecting a lot uh, neglecting uh, a lot when I when I talk with different kind of issues, I'm more focusing on Google Analytics or SEO metrics or stuff like this. But this is your data, basically. This is yeah. the best data you can have from Google. So you have clicks, impressions, CTR, average position, uh, and you can you can build a lot of data products with this. And you can you can measure your performance. So this is the kind of stuff I'm doing every day, reviewing our performance. So I focus, for example, on the top three, top five countries. Okay, how are we doing from a non-brand perspective? Because of course you analyze like brand search versus non-brand search versus mm-hmm. product brand search. Uh, so I'm doing stuff like this. Always like I like to spend a bit of time on the website like a normal user because uh-huh. SEO are good for one thing is to find like problems. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah. All, I know SEO I are love really doing good to that. find problems. Yeah. <laughs> so generally I, I I found stuff and I thought, okay. Uh, Guys, by the way, the studio is not working here. This template uh for, for this product there yeah. is an issue, it's it's displaying twice the same month, or or this page is not working, like stuff like this. So you report a bit of that. And so it's really like talking with a different team, catching up quickly with my team, I think, or sometimes in person.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, always uh keep an eye on uh, uh our task for the sprint we work with by sprint uh um, mm-hmm. with the OS team so a sprint can be one week or two weeks it depends with which team you are working uh uh-huh. uh and obviously we also have uh, OKRs for the team so which are like you know basically objectives we are defining ourselves for the quarter and you always keep an eye like this let's say Once a week, I just want to be sure, okay, we're still still working on this. Not every day, every day, but it's still moving like it's supposed to move because that's what we have Mm -hmm. for uh, the quarter. And this OKR is really like objectives we define ourselves. Like if we cannot reach them at the end of the quarter, it's not like someone is going to be uh, laid off or uh, you won't have any promotion. It's really like, more. oh, we're able to achieve like 50% or 70% or 90%. Why? Because I don't know. We were blocked. Or maybe some other priorities came, came up. Or, yeah, we reached 100% because we finally found how to do that. Or maybe uh-huh. we reached 100% of our objective because, you know what? It was a bit too easy. So
2: uh-huh. maybe for the next
1: yeah. objective, we need to challenge ourselves a bit more. Sure. And having these OKRs, I would say, helps. It's it's not easy to be like to start using them on your day-to-day because generally you are like torn between meetings, between requests on Slack, between your team meetings, and you're like, I don't have the time. But at least when you see that, you know that this is what I want to achieve for the quarter. So let's say if at the end of the quarter uh, I want to build this data product because it's going to allow the team to measure this and that, and it's going to provide this kind of insights for this team internally who is looking for this kind of information. You still have that in mind, and you know, you you have a path at least. So even if you have works, you still yeah. have a path you want to to follow. And I think it's a good uh, it's a good guidance.
0: Yeah. So okay, so yeah. I have I have to ask you about GSC, like because this is my favorite tool. So tell me what's your favorite part of GSC? What do you like? What report do you like the most? Like what insights are you getting? How do you use GSC to help SEO? Uh,
1: so we. You know, from as an SEO person, uh, I want to optimize what I can measure.
3: Mm-hmm. Okay.
1: This is a start. And uh, the reason why I prefer Google Search Console than Analytics is because Google Analytics, uh, you have a lot of dependency. Is it correctly implemented? Yeah. What is the attribution model? Because the attribution model, I'm sorry to say that, can completely fuck up your per- yeah, SEO yeah, performance totally. perceived by the company. Uh, now you have to migrate on the next uh, Google Analytics uh, that's going to be released, I think, this year or next year. Like yeah, yeah, this year, yeah. So this, this means you will have to change how everything is measured internally. So that sums up and as like, okay, can I choose the data I'm seeing? Where with Google Search Console, there is no attribution, it's just like, this is the data you have, you have clicks, you have impressions, you have CTR, you have average position, by query, by URL. That's it. And what I like with this is like, it's the first layer of data you want to analyze. And I mean, this might be, and I'm I'm sorry if it looks a bit uh, negative, it's not negative, it's like SEO, We'll focus first on qualified click. that's that, that's our I would say primary goal. What yeah, we want to do as a SEO person is bring more qualified clicks to our website. That's it. That's that's where we that's where our strength is. And for this, good news we have a tool named Google Search Console, which is free. It's not perfect, but it's free. And it provides us a lot of data and a lot of trend as well. So what what we do, I mean what we did here, obviously it's it's take all of this data from Google Search Console, and then after you play with whatever you ingest and you start like, um, you know, uh, putting, uh, pulling some, uh, generating some data product that's going to be useful for you to uh, monitor the performance, see if you have like some opportunities, uh, see uh, what's, what's doing better, what's doing worse in terms of queries, in terms of pages, by country, etc., etc. I think the only thing that matter, I would say, when you use Google Search Console, is to agree in a unique way to define the filters at the top. You know, when you do the
3: you, yeah. uh,
1: search the performance, you have the filter at the top, like, do you want to check Google Web, Google Images, Google News, etc. Generally, it's Google Web, unless you work for like a newspaper company. So, okay, so how do I want to filter the data? Let's say I'm I'm Vistaprint uh, US, Vistaprint US, I'm going to monitor Google Web, country is US, and that's it. Even if some people can access to Vistaprint US from another local, it's good to define filter, then at least you define rule, and you always compare compare Apple with Apple, period over period, year over year. Yeah. uh, Yeah, and you have everything you need. You have impression, clicks, if your website uh, is... uh, Subject to seasonality, you know, for sales, you can also see that on Google Search Console. It's very easy yeah. to see like if impressions are increasing for like some queries uh during a certain period of time. So yeah, I, I would say uh Search Console is really providing you everything you need to know um to measure performance at the search engine results level. And in top of that. What you can do is use this data to work a bit more with paid search because obviously you are going to have the CTR yeah. by uh, query. You know, uh, by, by the way, when we talk about CTR, I like to keep it by query because CTR by URL for me doesn't mean anything. Because CTR mm. by URL, it means you have so many queries that yeah. even if yeah, CTR yeah. is high, you don't know. But when you do that by query, like you can say, oh my God, we did increase a lot or we did decrease a lot. Uh, and sometimes the average position is the same. So what happened? is it because google changes its, its layout or is it because maybe uh paid search did some changes on the on their campaign so it's it's also a good way to to work with uh with because sometimes even if it's the same search engine sometimes like these yeah. two teams can work a bit uh, too much separately i would say
0: yeah yeah i totally agree and I had like a similar, I would say case with GA. So I was like doing an audit for a client, like a local business in, in the US. And in there were like, from the previous agency, there were like tons of goals defined in GA. And when I looked at the goal report, it was like, I don't know, 100 something goals completed every day. It looked like awesome. <laughs> But when I, when I kind of dived deeper into that, it turned out that like almost everything was a goal. Like, I don't know, in scrolling, clicking to to clicking to view the number, not actually calling, like everything actually was a, was, a, was a conversion. And when I asked them to give me access to GSC, in GSC, it turned out that there are like a few clicks from organic search every day, and most of them are not even from the US. So it was like a total failure. But in GA, it looked like uh, yeah, everything is going great. Goals are completed every day. So so definitely, this is like a huge advantage of of GSC over GA, at least from my own experience. Like I wouldn't start an SEO audit without having access to 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 GSC. And have you uh, started migration to, uh, or is it you go, going to do this, like migration to GA4?
1: Uh, the analytics team started. It's not my team.
0: Yeah. yeah we
1: are focused on so. SEO. I have, I have uh, somewhat analytics in my team, but it's more like for building data products for SEO. Yeah. But uh, Vistaprint has a whole analytics team. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So working on this.
0: Yeah, sure. So tell me, like, what's your favorite part of SEO, like your specialty, like the best skills in SEO are about what in your case?
1: Uh, It's a good question. (laughs) (laughs) What what do I like the most? Um, uh, I I like, I mean, it's something I don't do as much as I would like to, but uh, Uh I like doing trainings. I like teaching oh. people how to do SEO or sensitise people within the company, um, what to understand from SEO in a way that's going to help them doing their job in a, with, uh-huh. let's say, more efficiency. Uh, you know, like for example, we have a, a content team that are writing content editorial team. Of course, you want to tell them this is what matters for SEO. Or we have the merchandising team that they are creating like the product pages, you know, on the website. So. Obviously, you really want to share with them everything they need to know. And the goal of this is, one, having SEO not being perceived anymore as a painful internal customer. <laughs> you know. Yeah. And two, it's just like to, yeah, help them doing a better job than nobody is wasting time with a lot of back and forth. Because back and forth, it's it's a nightmare. Yeah. And generally, when you have a lot of back and forth between the team, it's not because one team is bad and the other is good. It's because there is misunderstanding, miscommunication. So um, now, for example, I know merchandising know that URLs are critical. They cannot change any URL without asking us. They know that the title is very important. They know that H1 is important. They know that if they want to update the product, they are going to ask her first, like, hey, now for this product, we are going to offer this feature and this feature. According to you guys, means it's your team. Do you think we should create a new product page or we should add this oh. as an option on the on the product page. When I hear stuff like this or when the team hears stuff like that, we're like, my God, we are good. <laughs> it means we, yeah. we did a good job because they ask us. And it doesn't mean, of course, we are going to do a search and provide some requirement and maybe after for X, Y, Z reason, maybe they will do it, maybe they won't, but they have an input. And when the different teams you are working w- with know that the SU input is very important and we're not just a team who is like uh filling pages with like random <laughs> keywords <laughs> no yeah then then you can you can you can feel a bit proud about yourself so i think teaching is something i like to do and otherwise uh to to complete the, the answer to your questions uh, i like the technical aspect of seo i like the word of uh Log analysis, you know, crawling, oh. analyzing the logs. I think it's it's fun because it's basically tracking visitors, but your visitor is Googlebot. So
2: it's, yeah.
1: I think it's interesting to see how Google uh, does behave on the, on your website. And on top of this, um, one fun thing I like with SEO is uh, structured data. Testing oh. new structured data to see if it has an impact on the CTR to see how it's going to change the way your results are showing. Google is supporting different kind of schema, you know, like product reviews. Yeah. But you also have this schema web standard, even if it is like calling it standard because it's by by three companies, when you have much more options. So sometimes it's like, hey, maybe we should try to integrate one of these. Yeah,
0: something that is not schema. visible, that is only visible to Google. Googlebot, but something right?
1: that Google didn't say it would support it officially, but it still exists as a standard, so let's integrate it and see if it changes something. Yeah, yeah. So, but yeah. this is that's what that's what I like generally.
0: Uh huh, uh huh. Oh, and regarding teaching, like, uh, do you have a website or a blog, or are you considering having a YouTube channel where you can share
1: your knowledge? Uh, so, until a few, it's, uh, I have I have a French blog, but it's not. I'm not maintaining uh-huh. it anymore, uh, and I like to talk about different stuff than SEO. <laughs> to be honest. Uh-huh. Uh, but everything is still there. So I have still a lot of articles on the, the blog. Except that no, I, I don't have uh, my personal websites. Um, but uh, you're right. I don't have any uh, any anything regarding this. So it's really... Uh, I wrote a lot of blog posts on the past uh-huh. this blog. And a few years ago, I started a new blog about uh, data visualization. And storytelling oh. because this is something I like it's kind uh-huh. of a side skill I try to develop myself uh because I think it's very useful no matter sure. what you know like you can do the best job you want but if you don't know how to communicate to uh your boss or to a Vp team or to any yeah. kind of team in the way that they are going to understand what the message you are trying to share then basically it's a it's it's, a, it's a loss yeah so yeah I, li- I like that I I think it's it's a uh, it's a fun uh, fun side skill to develop. So uh, I created a, a blog to talk about this, where I was basically sharing like my my learning, or I was doing sometimes exercises. So this is what we have, and this is what oh. I did. Um, and because I like that so much, actually, uh, we I did create. I mean, uh, we did create in, uh, at VistaPrint. So at VistaPrint, we have some oh. guilds. I know it uh-huh. sounds like video games to a role play, but basically these guilds are more like uh, a group of people who really love like some different some specific okay. topics and they want to talk about this and try to develop internal projects that's going to serve the company, but it's really like a side you know a side side project so you have a testing guild, you have an analytics guild, and um I did co-create nice. with uh, an analytics engineer actually here uh, a and story uh, data visualization and storytelling guild. So, and this is a group of small group of people who are interested into data visualization, storytelling, and we try to talk about this, share some knowledge, some share some sources. But most important, what we are trying to do is to work or rework some internal projects that have been done. Uh, like I can give you an example, we we do receive every week an email uh-huh. with like a screenshot of a dashboard that communicates about financial performance of the company okay Mm. and this in a few years a few years ago it was like an excel with a lot of green and red and a lot of bold stuff i mean it was heavy noisy yeah and it's like oh my god why all of this so we decided to rework this completely so we had an idea about what we wanted to do but what we did is uh, each of us we started to talk with different key person in the company I had the chance to talk, I was able. I remember to book like thirty minutes with one of the with the uh-huh. big analytics, and I said, "Where do I try to do that? What kind of information are you trying to see on this dashboard? On what's the most important for you, and what kind of decision are you going to make? Like if you yeah. if you have this 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 view, this email, like in front of you for ten seconds, what's the most important? And based on this, we were able to recreate something." Uh less oh, noisy, nice. more focus on the data people wanted to see. It okay. was a, yeah, it was it was a very fun project, and we we tried nice. to this for other side projects. Very see. nice.
0: And regarding Excel and log file analysis, how do you do that? Like do you use what tools do you use or do you use Excel to do to do it?
1: Uh no, no, we so there is like the technical team who is managing uh this infrastructure. Uh, they help us to set up, uh, uh, to export basically uh access log, uh, uh-huh. um, where the user agent is Googlebot, and we are using a tool named Oncrawl. I know one of these. Oh uh-huh,
2: yeah, yeah, I know it. it's, it's Yeah.
1: Yeah, and this basically like digest all of these uh, log files, and after we can just go on the tool and uh, and write the request we want and export uh, and. Export basically what we what we want uh-huh. to, export to, to do an analysis. So we do that once a month for uh-huh. each country. Okay. Not not all of country, but let's say for the main countries, we are able to do this once a month, and that's good because <laughs> we are fixing a lot of works. What <laughs> so. do What
0: do you, for example, see there? What What was the interesting thing you you have seen there, like recently or? Or not Uh, recently?
1: So basically, what we are seeing the most uh, are internal redirects.
2: Uh Internal
1: links that are pointing to the wrong local. Like, for example, you are Vistaprint Canada. And I don't know, there is a link somewhere from a product page that says, hey, you you should check that product or that article. And when you click on it, you're arriving on vistaprint.co.uk or Uh vistaprint.com. So you're changing the country, which is not good. So, yeah, internal links wrong external URLs, uh, errors, you know, internal, uh, you should have redirects pointing to error pages, you could have just like broken links, uh, duplicate uh, duplicate pages, orphan pages, of course. I mean, uh-huh. now less and less because we did the cleaning, but at the beginning, it was very fun because I was able to discover, hey... What is that business card page that's not linked to anything? And they were like, Where did you find this? This is a product that was live like yeah. 10 years ago. I says the page still exists according to Google. Yeah. So
2: and, Google and you is are, are able it. to
1: access it. So it's okay. a good way. It's a good way to to clean the structure and be sure then Google can crawl the website easily with the highest efficiency. But that's yeah, okay
0: and what what is the size of those of those uh, websites like I'm wondering if if crawl budget is is like a thing here in this case
1: uh so it's yeah, you can count that in thousands i mean hundreds of thousands URL but if if we if we are talking about uh indexable pages, it's more around like let's say thirty to fifty thousand URLs uh-huh, uh-huh
2: so it's big. Okay. And,
1: it's big, huh? but it's manageable. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's, it's not Amazon with like uh, 10 trillion yeah. TR or something yeah, like yeah. this, but it's still a lot.
0: Yeah, sure. And do you also use a Google Search Console crawl stats report because this is like a light version of log file analysis, I think?
1: So we did use it. We don't. I mean, we don't use it that much these days. But yeah, it's still on the on the legacy tool. I don't know if we can still access it or not. To be honest with you, I haven't tried for the past uh-huh. few weeks uh but it's good you it's very good you did mention Google search console because there's something else actually we do a lot with Google search console, yeah, it's to monitor the indexation because uh-huh. that's also the first step with SEO, you know yeah yeah, yeah before yeah. ranking everything you yeah, want to yeah exactly. that your pages are indexed, and that all pages you want to are index indexed are indexed, and it sounds silly, it sounds obvious. But Google gives you all information you need about this on Search Console, yeah,
0: and with the exactly.
1: uh, URL inspection API, you know it's it's easy to extract this. So that's also something we we did build. Uh, I mean, not a long time ago actually, because uh, this API is quite recent. Where basically we are tracking indexation. So we are tracking indexation for all known pages of Google. We could, uh-huh. but it's good to start like. Tracking indexation: Where all submitted pages? Because obviously we we have some sitemaps. So when you see that the pages you are putting on the sitemaps, some of them are not indexed, then this is where you can start investigating what's happening, why, et cetera. Et cetera. Because that's the first layer. You want to yeah. be sure that your content is indexed correctly. That's that's the yeah. first, totally. the first primary layer of uh, of your work. And then after, of course, we can have fun by. Doing content optimization, etc. Yeah, and stuff. have
0: you enc- encountered some problems with indexing, like the pages stacked with uh, stuck in crawled, currently not indexed or discovered, currently not indexed?
1: uh It did happen for for some pages. So I think there are two on on uh, on my side. I noticed a few cases, but I can highlight two cases if you want. So sometimes sure. you see like there is one page here, one page there, like it's like discovered but not crawled or crawled but not indexed or uh, Google is using a different kind of yeah. Chemical. yeah, yeah. Like, that doesn't make sense so we take a look at them and I see hey last time Google did crawl this page it was like six months ago oh. so maybe the information is not up to it's date.
0: a bit outdated yeah
1: so when you resubmit the page everything goes good but still why this page has been crawled six months ago then it leads to another issue that, okay, the so website structure. I know why this page has been called six months ago because it's at this level of the website and I know to access this page you have one way. It's like, I think, uh, death level five or six and it's not like a very impressive page. So maybe we should rework this one. So that this is the kind of stuff that can happen. Obviously, sometimes you have like some mistake with your sitemap. You yeah. want to be sure on the sitemap you're not putting any... UI is that's going to be a 404 or redirected because then basically you are just giving like crap to to Google Yeah. Um something something interesting that happened uh, a few months ago and it was a bit uh, we sweat we did sweat a lot when we saw that it's like uh-huh. some product pages started to appear as soft 404.
2: Oh, okay. Yeah.
1: So this is very bad because it's like basically you are ranking for something and suddenly you're soft 404 so Google removes the page from the index. Yeah. And what did happen is that because we did migrate our websites uh, and we're using different kind of technologies, the page was scrollable. But the problem is there were so many JavaScript, uh-huh. useless JavaScript that Google was not able to, to, to read.
0: To render correctly. Yeah. yeah, to
1: render correctly that it took too much time for Google to render the, I would say, the main uh-huh. content of the page. Not the title, but the H1 and the content. That basically it was like there's so so many blockers before reaching the content that Google was oh. giving up. And these pages were so when you were testing them on the on the Google Search Console tool, you know, you have something like yeah, to yeah. inspect the real. You could say the content is here. The problem is like in terms of time, in terms of performance.
2: Okay. It was
1: slow, and we we're able to see each layer of that kind of script where slowing down the rendering. And some script uh-huh. like were, were from the previous version of the website. Some script like, were not oh. useful. So we work with the developer team, actually. And we did that together. We showed them, hey, this is what's happening. We need to work on this together because that's a... And they say, okay, is it very important? I say the level the, the <laughs> of critical is like, this is SEO. It represents X percent of your income. And right now, when a page is considered a soft 404, it's removed from Google's search search results, so we don't get any traffic. Okay, so it's very major. So when you take the time to explain them like this, suddenly, (laughs) they can put that as a priority. And they help us to clean the template, basically. Clean the template, move from some script at the end of the page, remove some of them, uh, improve a bit the performance, and yeah, one month after, it was resolved.
0: Okay, and what was the third thing you, you said you like about SEO? Because I wanted to ask you about that and I kind of forgot what, what it was. Do you remember?
1: Uh, I said teaching. I said the technical aspect.
0: Yeah, teaching. You said teaching, uh, technical, uh, uh, log, log, log files.
1: Analysis, log files. Uh, rich snippet?
0: Oh, rich snippet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because like, I, I have some questions about that. So... Like, what yeah, are sure. your experiences with with the test you did? Like, can you can you share some something more? Like, yeah, I, I'm very curious to learn. Like, do you, for example, do you like uh, work on entity SEO? Are you like trying to to do that that as well with schema? Uh,
1: so, it's more. I mean, at the beginning, I was really uh, when this was released. I remember, like, this became popular more around 2000. 10, 11. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And at, at that time, I was in uh, in Canada still. And uh, the first company I've been working uh, for in Canada was uh, a company named T C Media and they were publisher. So they were publishing a lot of magazines online
2: uh-huh.
1: about food and uh, fashion. So El Quebec, El Canada and a lot of cooking magazines. So it was fun because half of my time, I had to try to think, to think, as a girl, as a woman, to see what kind of contents they would like to see on magazines okay. like El Canada, yeah. El, El Quebec, stuff like this. And on the other side, it was like, it was about food, cooking, etc. And we did had a lot of recipes, but and we were ranking not that bad for some, uh, some of these, but I was like, okay, I'm sure we can help Google to understand this is a recipe, et cetera. Because at that time, I remember Google was testing a lot of filters on the left on Google search. Sometimes you were able to see, oh, I want a uh, uh, cooking that's 20 minutes or less or uh, yeah. that's veggies. It happened, I think, only in North America. I don't know if this, this happened in Europe. And they did that for a few months. And I was like, I want my results to be uh, to be bigger, to be more prominent on search. And this is where I started to, to dig into this uh, uh, rich so I, I, at that time, it was microforma, I think. So it was directly tags I was putting uh, on the HTML. And basically, I really liked the idea to help Google to understand the meaning of the content I have on my page. Instead of having a great page or yeah. this is everything, I, can t- I was able to tell Google, hey, this is a recipe. This is the main image of my recipe. This is a cooking time. This is a preparation time. This is a list of ingredients. And this is a step-by-step. And this is the reviews this is a number of reviews and it was very interesting to see that how things have changed after that because obviously when it works then suddenly your your result uh, your page on Google appears with much more information and this impacts the CTR Obviously, uh-huh. and uh, even if you have bad reviews, stuff like that. The fact that you can see all of this information, you're like, my God, Google really did understand what I have on my website, which is great. And uh, yeah, it was fun. It was fun to test mm. stuff like this, uh, to say, okay, uh, how can I make it better? I did it for uh, uh, cooking recipes. What can I do for categories? What can I do for homepages? What can I do for the blog? What can I, what could I do for videos? And we still did that, obviously, at this point here, yeah, because we, we are selling products. Mm-hmm. But whenever there is an opportunity to test something, like, uh, for example, a few months ago, they wanted to put a video on the product page. Say, OK, let's see if we can do something about that, about uh, structured data. And then you can. You can just add, like, oh, I have a video uh, object on my page, and this is the goal of this object. You just define uh, all the uh, properties on the JSON, and then you see what's happening okay it got accepted cool does it have an impact on traffic on ctr yes no etc then you test and you learn
0: yeah yeah sure
1: awesome it's fun for, for me it's yeah. fun. this is a fun part it's of fun. the CEO because it's 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 a bit of uh curio- it's a lot of curiosity
2: yeah it's
1: a lot of testing and after the reward i think it's at least visually massive massive when yeah you, yeah when you are starting from scratch because, wow, you can see my results are appearing now with an image, with a number of reviews, I can see small stars, I can see some details, it's, and this has an impact on... Yeah, yeah, yeah. so we like... We did measure it.
0: Uh-huh, and this, so this is at least an indirect, I would say, ranking factor because like, officially, I think it is not a ranking factor, but like most of the people who implement schema, they see from what I hear, positive result, results, so.
1: So, yeah, it's not a ranking factor at all. And Google already said this, and I uh, yeah. totally, uh, totally agree. You can put that if you are ranking, uh, let's say you are ranking seven on your query, you have this, you are still going to rank seven. Yeah. But it can impact but, the CTR. And if yeah, people yeah. start clicking more on your results because of this, then obviously Google is going to rethink, reevaluate your page and rank based on this query, and maybe rank you higher. Yeah. And uh, I saw, like, between uh, my current company and the previous company, having, like, product page or recipes with and without correctly implemented structured data uh, impacts the CTR by, I would say, a range between 5
0: to 25%.
1: Oh. Yeah, so oh. It's, it's huge. It's
0: very huge, yeah. So
1: <laughs> for the same query, obviously, when I'm talking about CTR, it's by query. hmm uh, but it was great to see, like, for these, you know, uh, core queries, non-brand queries, then seeing the CTR suddenly exploding,
3: mm-hmm. not yeah. not
1: because of seasonality, not because we're ranking better, just because, like, the, because the, the, the look and feel of the result have changed, has changed, and yeah. people can see that, and they are interacting with this.
0: Yeah, yeah, very cool. Okay, yeah. so tell me now, how do you, like, stay up to date with SEO? How do you learn stuff, new stuff? What are your sources? your blogs, YouTube channels, anything. My blogs,
1: forget my blogs. I'm a bit ashamed of my blog because it's not yeah. up to date anymore. But like,
0: what, what do uh, you read?
1: What do you read? <laughs> what you do read? We, uh, yeah, yeah, of course. Uh, so I have like a, a list of uh, websites I'm, I'm uh-huh. following. So I have this uh, RSS feed manager service that I'm using when basically I'm uh, I'm following different kind of websites. Uh, I like to go uh, Italy once a year to to an SEO event. You mm-hmm. know, like um, uh, I don't remember this name, but they have like some some SEO event. Like I, I'm not going to. Necess- yeah, Moscone or
3: uh, I don't Brighton. remember the
1: name. Yeah, Brighton, Moscone, this kind of stuff. Uh, there is one on the East Coast uh, of US that's not bad. Uh, and what I like of this, uh, this event, I'm not going to learn something necessarily new, but I might be inspired yeah. by um, the approach like one of the one of the uh, person will have when he or she is going to talk about the case. So sometimes it's inspiring. Uh, and finally, uh, I'm also, uh, because we use Slack at work, but uh, uh-huh. I'm also part of the SEO Slack community. Uh which is not that big, and uh, we we try we like we like to share stuff uh, between each other sometimes there is some training uh that someone say, Hey guys, I'm going to do like a, a regex training today would you like to join and sometimes yeah, hey, yeah sure, why not you know I've practice that for sometimes um people ask advice, I'm going to do training or sometimes like I did a training I'm sharing with you the presentation if you want to see so it's uh it's a win win situation because we we help each other uh so yeah, that's basically what, uh, what I'm doing, and I would say the last thing to learn is to test, you know. Yeah, always testing, testing, testing.
0: Okay, and what do you think is the area of SEO that we should be focusing on more and we aren't focusing on enough, in your opinion? Um, structured data, I guess.
1: But I would say, I would say it's great to have the. The foundation, uh, foundations of SEO, well covered. Uh, I still think Google Search console is a uh, is a wonderful tool to play with that can provide you a lot of insights to prioritize your SEO work. And uh, I would say we need to keep focusing on this. Uh-huh. Uh, I, I like, uh, yeah, I like the, the the log analysis because it's. I think sometimes like. Yeah. Understand how Google is behaving with your website can be a great help. But otherwise, I, th- I think uh what's still a, a global issue is how company does understand SEO, where yeah. SEO, SEO should be in the company and where and when SEO should start being uh Uh, Implicated or being like uh, integrated into a project. I still see around me uh, like some cases where there is migration and SEO is called at the end, like when everything has been migrated, stuff like this. Uh, And yeah, I think it's it's there is still some work to do uh, uh, globally. uh, I think to understand really the purpose of the SEO channel, because counting only on SEO, I think it's suicide. Because it's just one channel, uh, but at z- at the opposite, ignoring SEO and uh, having SEO right. integrated at the end, it's not good either. I think SEO yeah. is like one channel among many other channels, and there is a gymnastic to to do. I think for for still for many companies to really well understand why they should use SEO, when they should start using SEO expert, and how.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Totally totally agree okay so where can people find you are you like on twitter mastodon linkedin
1: uh, yes so i'm on on, on, LinkedIn, uh, uh-huh. on linkedin you can find me uh, i have uh, i am on mastodon as well uh, is uh, ramenos ramenos is my uh, pseudo and yeah, if I you will want put to put it in the notes. <laughs> yeah, okay. So, and if you want to completely disconnect from SEO, uh, I'm also sometimes uh, streaming on Twitch uh, during the weekend some,
2: uh, oh, some tactical nice. video
1: games because I, I love uh, I love role play video games and tactical oh. video games. So I love playing like very very difficult strategic video games. For me, it's a it's a, it's a good way to disconnect from uh, from my work. And awesome. uh, I, I stream uh, every uh, every Sunday uh, with uh, pseudo ramenos, but uh, uh-huh. yeah, you can. Otherwise, you can find me on LinkedIn for
0: anything. Okay. It's not a problem. Okay, okay. So, so thank you very much for sharing your knowledge. I I am pretty sure everyone has learned a lot. And uh, yeah, thanks, 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 thanks so much.
1: Uh, thank you, Olga, for having me. And yeah, everyone, if you have any question, don't hesitate to, to ping me. Thank you yeah. thank you so much for the opportunity.
0: Okay, thanks everyone and see you in the next episode. Bye.
1: Bye.